Welcome to the Table for One podcast, a podcast for those of you who are cooking for one. You'll find interviews with people who are cooking for one, nutrition tips, cooking tricks, and other practical topics for all my single listeners, and all without the mention of dieting or restriction because, well, dieting just kind of sucks. So join me as I explore the realities, the challenges, and highlight the joys of cooking for one in this busy world. Hello, I am excited to announce today's sponsor, which is Nourish Nutrition Blog. If you head over to subscribepage.com slash pantry, you can download my new quick dinner pantry essentials list. On this list, you'll find lots of different ingredients to keep on hand, so you can throw together really quick and super exciting recipes without having to plan ahead of time other than stocking your, your pantry. And you'll be able to eat deliciously without having to put much effort into it beforehand. So head over to subscribepage.com slash pantry again, and you can get that straight to your inbox. So after that said, I am excited to talk about easy hacks to make cooking for one so much easier. And I feel like, you know, cooking for one is one of those things that can be really rewarding and fun and a great way to to relax and to take care of yourself, but also can be something to not look forward to. And for me, finding ways to make the cooking process a lot easier makes it easier to look forward to cooking because I know I'm not going to have to spend a whole lot of time in the kitchen to be able to have something delicious to eat for dinner. And so with that said, I'm just going to jump right in and share some of the hacks that I find to be helpful. So the first thing that I really like to do, and you can do this if with cooking like any kind of a grain, but pasta is super easy. So if you're making pasta, for example, when there's about a minute or so left of that cooking time, dump in some frozen vegetables, or maybe you have some fresh vegetables that you want to cook up and you can dump those right into the pasta water and then drain it all together when it's done. And then you have... (laughs) You've got some pasta with vegetables in it that you didn't have to get out a whole other bowl or a whole other pot to cook that in. You got you can save time and energy by not having to do as many dishes. So that's my first hack that I find to be super helpful. My second hack is to freeze food. This happens so many times where I end up making a little bit more than I wanted to or I, you know, intentionally made extra so I can have leftovers. But As much as I love certain things, I don't want to eat it over and over and over and over again. So that way I, so I'm able to eat something and enjoy it and then move on to something else, but still get the benefit of eating something that's already made. And so, you know, put food in individual serving sizes so you can just grab it and and microwave it and you're ready to go with something really easy and the same thing goes so freezing food you can work with um actual meals or just individual ingredients you one of my favorite foods to freeze is cheese obviously you can't do it with every single cheese but i find that it works really really well with cheddar cheeses mozzarella cheese like a mozzarella block not necessarily the ones that are in 
you buy in the water. Um, and cheeses like similar texture to those. They, I grate them and place them on a pan and then freeze them and then dump it, them into a bag. And I can just grab a handful whenever I need it. I've, I've used these, um, to cook the cheese and then also had it just thaw and then eat it, uh, room temperature, I guess you could say. And it works well both ways. And honestly, like it's such a great way to save money because you can buy a large block of cheese and then freeze it. And you're not wasting that, that I, for me, at least that is more important than the changes in quality. And honestly, like they, the cheese is really great still, even after being frozen and I don't have any problems eating it. My next tip is to batch cook. I talk about this all the time, but it's something that's so, so helpful. I did do a video, a couple videos on Facebook Live that I will link to, but I did a couple videos on grains and then also beans, I think. And those are great ingredients to batch cook because you can do a bunch of them and it doesn't, it just takes extra water and maybe a little bit of extra time, but not much. And the trade-off is not having to make those, that rice or whatever, every single time you're cooking. And also it's a lot less expensive than buying the frozen version. So for example, a couple of things that I batch cook kind of regularly are uh, rice. I batch cook beans. I usually do them from dried because I do in my instant pot and it's really easy. I also will batch cook protein if I maybe found something on a on sale or just, you know, want to eat pulled pork in lots of different ways throughout the week. And that's an easy way to save time and money by buying a larger amount and then cooking it all up at once. And you can also freeze parts of that too. So I find batch cooking to be so helpful. And you can also do that like with roasted vegetables, for example. My next hack is to repurpose meals. So with batch cooking, this is such a helpful hack to be able to not spend as much time cooking, but also not have to eat the same, you know, not have to focus on the same leftovers every day. If you head over to Nourish Nutrition blog, a lot of the recipes there, and I'm up updating more of them, but a lot of the recipes there have tips to repurpose those meals or the ingredients in those meals. So you can make, you know, part of some part of a dish and then use it for other dishes, or you can just batch cook the, some of the ingredients and then use those ingredients in other dishes as well. And I've got suggestions for those. So head over to Nourish Nutrition blog for that. But also just keep in mind that, you know, if you make pulled pork, for example, you can make, you can have that in tacos, you can have that in soup, you can have it in pulled pork sandwiches, you can top it on mashed potatoes. You can have a sandwich with it. I mean, or add it to a salad. There are so many options there and you could make that pork really simple, not add any spices to it or anything, and then add the spices with each dish. And that way you're able to get different flavors out of each of them. And that makes things just a lot easier and something to look forward to. My next hack and my final hack and maybe my favorite slash most helpful hack is to have a well-stocked pantry. This is another thing that I talk about a lot because I'm a huge, huge proponent of it because I am a pragmatist and I like to live in the real world and realize that 
as much as I like cooking, as much as I like to get creative in the kitchen, the reality is, is that at least half of the time, I'm not planning meals ahead of time. I might plan a couple of meals or a couple of meal ideas, but half of the food that I end up eating, I would say, is something that I threw together with what I had on hand, or I went to the store to buy one or something ingredients. And that's okay to live that way. There is no shame in shopping out of your pantry and really making meals from your pantry. I find it to be so helpful and I intend, I really make an effort to keep my pantry stocked so that I can have ingredients to make really quick and easy meals. If you want to learn how to use your pantry and make delicious meals without having to plan ahead of time, I've got a couple options for you. Head over to subscribe page dot pantry and then you could subscribe to get a full written out list of ingredients that I have on my, in my pantry that I recommend and then to add to that I also have a, like a formula for making meals out of those pantry essentials so we've got what you keep on hand and then what you can make with them just to make things easier and to be able to make quick 10-15 minute dinners with what you've got and those dinners are going to be more exciting and more flavorful than plain eggs or cereal, for example. And that's something to look forward to. So that's it. I'm going to read over my hacks again one last time. Adding vegetables to boiling pasta. Shred and then freeze cheese. Also freeze other foods, whether it's leftovers or individual ingredients. Batch cook different ingredients, particularly grains, beans, proteins, and then repurpose ingredients or leftovers, whether it's, you know, to batch cook certain ingredients and use them in different dishes or to repurpose, um, you know, seasoned beef and then to use that in a couple of different dishes. And then finally to have a well-stocked pantry so that you can make really quick and exciting meals without any forethought and in not very much time. So that's it. Thanks so much for tuning in. And next week I am sharing an interview with Carmen, who is a dietitian and sleep expert. And we are talking all about sleep. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening to the Table for One podcast with Rebecca. If you're cooking for one or know somebody who is, make sure to subscribe to the Table for One podcast on your favorite podcast app. That way you can stay up to date on new episodes that will help you make cooking for one easier and more enjoyable. Feel free to continue the conversation over at in the Table for One Facebook group. You can also find recipes or work with Rebecca over at nourishnutritionblog.com or honestly, the easiest way is to follow me on Instagram. My handle is Nourish Nutrico, and you can click on the link of my profile to get more great resources for cooking for one. Talk to you next week.